BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I found a really special human for you, and her name is Lisa Joy. And she is an integrated movement specialist and a musician's performance coach. You heard that, guys? Oh, my God so exciting okay so she draws upon her experience as a licensed massage therapist a yoga teacher and a personal trainer to guide students to make small shifts in their daily practices to heal their bodies how freaking cool is that and free their minds from pain oh we got to get into all that we got to get into all that okay so we're gonna talk to um lisa and we're gonna get into like what does that mean right lisa but before we do all of this amazing stuff because i know you have a lot to to offer us i loved our first conversation um so i'm really really glad that we're here and uh one way i like to start the show and if you've listened to my show you know this already who is lisa joy tell us who you are all right. Well, uh, I'm grateful to have my name, Lisa Joy. My parents are pretty cool. They gave it to me. I'm a joy That's enthusiast. A <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, I'm a hydration enthusiast and I'm a party person. So that's part of why I love uh, the idea of being on your show. <laughs> and um, what I think about and why I became a musician's uh, performance coach is because music, which is oftentimes with a party, uh, helps me to be present. It gives me the uh, access to immediately be in the moment and to experience healing through that collective power and vibration. And uh, that's basically what led me to be here today and uh, what I try to share and teach uh, anyone who will really listen and, uh, my students yeah. and clients for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, music is a powerful thing, right? So is, is this something that like you feel has been a part of your life, all of your life, or was this something that came about in your life because of necessity, you know, because to me, music Ooh. is super powerful, right. And healing and, you know, um, uh, it, cathartic, it, nostalgic. I mean, music is a lot of things, right? So I'm just wondering, was music something that was integrated into your life when you were younger? Or is it something you discovered gave you joy throughout your life? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I love that you asked me if it's uh, something from early time and also something by necessity, because I think the answer is yes to both. So mm -hmm. 
Uh, definitely like pre-womb integration of uh, music. And mm -hmm. I think my favorite and probably like my dad's favorite thing was that in middle school, I was going through our record collection and I knew the words to songs that I didn't really realize that I had ever heard before. Um, wow. So yeah, like the idea that it's imprinted into my soul and into my being, all those good um, classic rock, uh, early jam rock music. I always say that Jefferson Airplane Volunteers is basically the philosophy behind who I am today. So if y'all know that, that album, <laughs> yeah, if you don't check it out. Um, there's a quote that I use even in my high school uh, yearbook, which is, if you smile at me, you know, I will understand because that is something everybody everywhere does in the same language. Right. And, right. Um, you know, the exchange of a smile, music, all of those things have uh, a profound effect and an instant effect in the moment. Yeah. As far as necessity, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, I used to be a rugby player back in another uh -huh. uh, version of myself <laughs> cool. and uh, traveled all over the country playing rugby and always, you know, consider myself an athlete, still do. Um, but after I went to massage therapy school, I had stopped playing rugby. I was minorly injured enough times to uh, take break. I really miss music. I played the flute and guitar growing up. I was always surrounded by people playing music, hanging out, involved, playing music, being around music, uh, you know, playing the flute outside my front steps on the busy urban suburban street was like not it. an uncommon thing. And I really missed it. I was like pretty deep into the rugby world. And then I went to massage school and I really needed some new friends and a uh, new social outlet. And I always have uh, not liked cold weather. So I always came up with a plan every winter, like how am I gonna combat the winter this year? And so that year in 2016, I decided that I should go to live music for exercise. It was indoors. It would give me like three to four hours of moving my body. I could sweat and like benefit. I could listen to music, maybe right. some people. And uh, yeah, so music came back into my life by proclaimed necessity. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, um, uh, music, sound, right? The vibrations, all that kind of stuff, right? I, you know, I, I, throughout my life, it, it has been a lifesaver for me. Right. So, you know, being someone who, um, had a lot of trauma, had a lot of childhood trauma, but when I think about the happy times, it's always connected to something that is musical, like whether it's cause I used to be a break dancer. Right. So it's so fun, like to listen to you know, R&B and hip hop music for me and like, you know, break dance and stuff. I used to win competitions and all that kind of stuff. So it was really fun. But those are the moments, those those bright moments in the midst of darkness, you know. And um, when I think about music and, you know, moving your body and just the strength of that all, um, how cathartic and healing that all is. And it's interesting because that's what you put in your bio right? That you are really helping people with um, shifting, you know, their, their experiences and healing their body. So why, let me, let, let me, if I could touch a little person, if I could touch a little bit of personal stuff, right? Because nobody sure. does this just because they woke up one day and decided to do this, <laughs> right? 
So let's get into that. What what's going on here, Lisa Joy? Because for somebody who who really helps people like free their minds, you know, which is what you say that you love to do with people and to really help them to heal their body and to transcend that pain and all of that kind of stuff. That means that you might have had to experience some of that transcending of pain that you had to free your mind because that's usually how we end up impacting and, and doing this for others. Am I right about that? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, so I think for me, I have always been an embodied being. Like I always was in my body. I also was dancer, not break dancer, but like ballet, tap, jazz. Oh, nice, and nice. I really... Um, experience the world through my body and so whenever i've had physical pain which i've had plenty right uh, i think it's just like the natural experience of living right we mm -hmm. tend to hurt ourselves by accident uh oftentimes yeah. but also sometimes uh through like repetitive use and not really paying attention yeah. to what's really happening and um, when we're injured, and I've, like I said, had some injuries, especially playing rugby and especially mm -hmm. ballet dancing, um, like to heal, we have to really pay attention. Like mm -hmm. what is actually happening? And I think that I realized that there were accidental experiences, but there were also like a lot of times where I wasn't really listening i wasn't mm -hmm. really paying attention and um as someone who's like battled even being depression or like self-harm mm -hmm. i had to i finally kind of came to a point where i like really faced that maybe i was harming myself and just like being neglectful and not paying attention like yeah. no longer became an excuse and I think when people use their bodies for a living, like musicians do, like athletes that they are, um, like we like ignore the truth of what's happening in the present moment. And yet what is necessary to mm -hmm. play at that elite level to be the best is that you have to be completely present. And so there's this disconnect. Right. And for me, because music so deeply touches me and it, and it allows me to come into that space. It allows me to feel embodied. It allows me uh, like an immediate avenue to experience what it is to like be and to move. And mm -hmm. I, I really, um, I have like a strong passion to help the people that help me. Um, and through that realization of uh, presence and awareness, and this is what I talk about with, uh, you know, making small shifts, like really paying attention and noticing mm -hmm. what is the truth of what your actions are doing and how they mm -hmm. make you feel and how they make others feel, but how they make you feel, um, that it's not hard actually to change any of the physical movements as often as it is just, um, the work of being honest and being right. truthful. Right. So you're, you're, cause what you're saying is that it's connected, right? That the mind, the body, the movement, all of that is connected, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think that that's, you know, something that is super powerful when you can pause to be self-aware um, because 
we all need to really do, we really need to do that. Right. So, you know, and, and movement to me is, is so special. Like, uh, when I do the, when I do my coaching with my women, we breathe a lot in the beginning, right. Just to kind of like center ourselves and be good. But when I know that a topic that I'm talking about is very heavy, like inner childhood or forgiveness or shame, because those are the things I talk about. And when we talk about that and I know it's getting too heavy, I'm like, all right, everybody up, let's go. You know, and Ellen, we might move around a little bit because it, it, it does, you have to release it from the body. You do, you have to, because otherwise you can feel it, right? Like all of us can feel it. Everybody who's listening right now can feel tension. You can always feel the tension in your body when you're afraid, when you're stressed, when you're confused, those things are real. So tell me about what you do with your clients. Like, cause I know that you work with musicians, but I, I have the feeling you work with more than just musicians. So, so tell me a little bit about what your business model is and what it is you do with your clients. Yeah. So I think the first thing that I do with everyone is I have a conversation um, where. Oh, you mean it, you don't and, just get on the camera and just start <laughs> moving? No. <laughs> I mean, you can go on YouTube and you can see a little bit of me doing that. But even there, I'm having a conversation with you. It's a little right. one-sided because I'm talking. But um, I love and it. I I think that most people, and this is where like the body and the mind are not separate, is that most people within a few minutes reveal almost everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some people are a little more guarded. They've had a lot more trauma. Maybe they have like more yeah. pieces, but people pretty much tell you right away, like what it is that is bothering them, why they're, and why they're not doing the thing that they may know how to do in right. order to help themselves. Um, and so I work with people to really, um, get out of that headspace, right? Cause it's yeah. like most of where our pain gets trapped in our body is like through this experience of not being in our bodies. Um, so it's through this mind uh, raveling that happens. And so I work with people to assess and help them see like what is really happening and what do they right. really feel? And then where is the fear that is wrapped around either uh, changing that, eliminating mm -hmm. it, um, you know, failure or for like yeah. fear of failure, um, of not being able to get themselves out of the situation, right? So it's like, it depends on, it's like, it can be very, very layered. Um, yeah. And so I work with people by listening to them. And I think, um, you know, I kind of mentioned in the beginning where I really had to get honest and deep where I was like, I had to listen to myself. And I think that um, a lot of times people don't know how to listen to themselves. They don't know how to even feel in their body yeah. and they don't know how to get out of their own head. So having a person to just be there with them, to hold space and allow them to uh, exist in an embodied way, in a way that is, um, they're, they're allowed to just be as they are and then can start to experience what that is 
is often the first step. And so I utilize, like, I love that you say you use breathwork techniques and breathing and, and moving. Yeah. And I use a lot of different things, a lot of different tools, different types of breathing, um, different types of uh, awareness, experiencing mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the present moment. Um, and then, you know, a lot of times I can utilize music and rhythm um, whether that's outward music or like internal development of rhythm through the breath or uh, through the movement itself to, uh, to help people just like align to the present moment. That's and so, good. yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's kind yeah. of, beginning. that's good. That That's a good, that's good connection, right? Because, you know, one of the things um, is that the self-awareness piece, I think people are just afraid of what they'll find out about themselves and, you know, I was talking to uh, a client and she was, she was um, confessing to me or telling me that she, um, you know, does a lot of um, like smoky weed and does mushrooms and does like all of these different things. Right. And so we were talking about that and I was like, okay, why? And there was silence, you know, and I'm like, you see, this is where you have to start getting into the, the why, because I'm not saying that it's wrong or good or whatever. It's it, that's on you, but I just I just want to know because you keep telling me you don't want to do that. So if you're doing it, why, right? So I do this thing where I do the seven layers of why because the first why is bullshit, right? So we have to get into the real into the real nitty gritties. So I I you know it's like the little kids like but why mommy but why but why but why but why you know, um, and I do that with myself as well because for many many years I didn't have self awareness. I just was the type of person who strapped on my boots and did the job. I had to get things done. I had I was a single mom. I had to take care of my kids, like that kind of thing. Self awareness was just not in the cards at at least I thought at that moment I needed to survive, right? And when you don't pause to ask yourself or to to at least tap into why you do certain things that you don't want to do, self-sabotaging behaviors, like all that kind of stuff, you're constantly hitting a wall and that just disappoints you. You know, you get upset with yourself or you get disappointed with a situation or your life or whatever and the truth is is the the answer lies within you. The answer lies within you, right? And 95% of our life is usually run by our subconscious mind anyway, right? So we have maybe 5% of a conscious mind that actually helps us make decisions. The other 95 is running our life. So if you don't have self-awareness, then you're not, you're, you're allowing old programs or programs that are maybe not serving you to run your life, right? So I like that you caused the movement because I know I've spoken to um, many friends of mine who are very much into a lot of movement and all of that. And they're always talking about, you know, energy being trapped in the body, right? And mm -hmm. how you have to release it. I don't know too much about that. I don't really get into that piece of it. Um, but I know that it's been very effective for them. And I know that I have my you know, version of it, if you will, where I just get up and I'll go stretch, I'll walk, I'll do something to get, you know, but I don't have the techniques for it. You know, I, I do it differently than you do, but I love that you're doing that with your clients. So when you're, when, okay, so let's say a client sees the show, they want to know how to work with Lisa. Like, is there like a, do you work with people for a long period of time? Is it a one-off? Like, how, how does this look? How does this all look? Yeah, uh, great question. So it depends. Um, I have a six-month coaching program that great, I great. Uh, 
think that's been sort of my long-standing way that I work with people. I think mm-hmm. when we talk about the layers, like you said, oh, the first why is bullshit. Right. Well, you know, it could take like two, three months to go through that first layer so section. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and when people are in pain, you know, the recovery process also can just it could just yeah. take a while. Yeah. Um, and then I really when when it comes to shifting your mindset and shifting your habits, I just have always I mean, there's no doubt about it. You can have a moment in your life and we probably all have moments in our lives where we're like, that was the moment that X, Y, Z changed for me. Right. And you can point to this thing and someone said something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I love that. And I think it's really cool. Like I'll meet someone at a festival, I'll work with them and they'll be like, come back to me two years later. Like, oh my gosh, the thing that you said about whatever with my shoulder and like, I do it all the time and this got so much better. And then I realized that you're like, amazing. What did I say? Like, right. I don't right. That was two years ago. <laughs> because, because I was yeah. present, yeah. right? I was just right. like listening to you right. in the moment I love that. and then yeah. boom, it happened. And yeah. So like to make long lasting changes, to change like those patterns, those subconscious patterns that are ruling our lives, it just takes, it just takes repetition. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I have found that accountability and having those meetings, whether they're one-on-one or in groups, uh, really helps. So I yeah. teach um, I, I teach a weekly class. It's chair yoga class. And it's like another way that people work with me. I have a nice solid group of people that we've been, this is something I did pre-pandemic in person. And when the pandemic started, I just took this class online. And that's like another way. Like I have these students that have been with me. They hang out with me for 45 minutes a week. It's the only time I see them. And like that once a week experience has given them enough of a point, even if they don't make it uh, to change how they sit, how they hold their bodies, how they move their neck. Um, You know, the philosophy of, you know, being present, of listening to themselves that, you know, that is another way that, I love working with people. It's like having that, that weekly class. And of course, before the pandemic, I used to teach like all over Washington, DC and Maryland and go all these places and teach all these classes. And you know, what's nice now is like, I just have this nice once a week. And so that's a nice way that people can work with me. And then um, I have a membership for musicians specifically. So we have a monthly live session and it's all on demand videos and everything is based on member requests. So um, people can submit their issues that are going on with them at whatever injuries or things that are happening on the road. And then I'll make content that's based on their individual needs. And then we share it across the platform for everyone because pretty much for the most part, as unique and wonderful and individual as we all are, um, mostly we go through the same things. (laughs) Um, Very true. It's very, very true. Yeah. Like we're playing I, out I, yeah. The same patterns. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. I really love that you're doing that. And um, yeah, I know that you're doing a lot of it now, you know, virtually, um, which I think is what what's happened to all of us. Right. Um, uh, with this kind of work, like, you know, coaching, I used to have a group 
uh, coaching, but it was with women and it would be, we would be all in a circle and stuff like that. But now I moved out of state. They all live in different States, but you know, the code, the group coaching still happens, but now virtually. And uh, do you find it to be as effective? Like, do you find it to be just as effective you doing it virtually than in person? Do, do you enjoy it? I love it. Um, I, I think it's neat. I currently live overseas um, most oh, okay. of the year. So I'm on a seven hour to 10 hour time difference with the United States. And I think it's pretty awesome that I can, yeah. you know, create new connections uh, on this side of the Atlantic and work with folks. I was definitely not sure about the physical aspect. Um, I had been such a very hands-on coach and I really get into the nitty gritty and refinement of movement. Mm. And I have to say that I like pleasantly, so the first year of the pandemic, I just pleasantly surprised myself over and over and over again as I refined my postural assessment process. And, you know, really, I really took the time to dial in all these things that I had been doing, but codify them and create systems for them. That's so great. And yeah, I think it's great. I mean, we can really see quite a bit of detail and um, I understand already how people move from probably from being in person over long periods of time. Um, but yeah, people, um, people are very comfortable in their own space. And yeah. I think they share a little bit more easily and freely. And I had done in-home training going to people's, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd gone to people's houses before. So I was really used to working with people in their environments. And so I think it's quite effective. I think it's like maybe more effective than going to a gym, let's say, or like a neutral sterile location to do that sort of work because um, because of the, the comfort that people feel in their own environment. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's actually... Yeah, that's a really nice way to actually think about it, because it is true. We are comfortable in our own homes. Most of us are. Um, so that's that's a really good way to look at it. And I like that your program is long, uh, longer, I should say, than just like three weeks or five weeks or whatever. Because I, you know, I think that one of the maybe not the great things of social media is that it shortened our attention span and it made us think that everything has to be so fast and it doesn't. Um, and, you know, even my program is is. Uh, four to six months. It's, I think it's more like six months. But the, what I've noticed is that when I was first launching my program a while ago, I was like, oh, three months, three months. But the women were still in really a place of need and want of more. Um, and then I'm like, wow, okay, so I, should, I really need to rethink the, the program and how I want to how I want to do it, because I thought the women wanted to get, you know, get get results and go. Um, and I realized that, no, actually what they need is somebody to be there for them and be present. And to your point, be accountable, right? And somebody that they can rely on and who is, as as far as what they say to me, um, they're constant, right? I'm. They know mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. And that's very powerful, right? When you can be that for someone, when you can be that constant for someone, when they're when their world is kind of upside down sometimes, or they're super busy, or you know they can't you know manage so many things on their plate, but then they know when they go to see Lisa Joy on that day that they're gonna do body movement or whatever. That's their time, their day, their moment, right? 
And those things are important. They really, really are. I think that does a lot for our mental health, right? Do you agree with that? I do. And, I, you know, it's interesting just listening to you talk about this, about being um, someone else's constant, because I think when I moved into this coaching space, I really, I was like, oh, like, is this an opportunity for me to not have people be as reliant on me? And like, what is the emotional exchange um to like to be that for someone and like do mm. what are my feelings about it and this is interesting you talked about like really getting in deep and what i realized is that um probably in like my first five eight years of you know being a trainer a coach and at first especially when i started doing massage at the very beginning i i think i had still like more attachment but the more that I've practiced and work with these techniques to be present and the more that I um, understand that uh, while I have an ego and it's very nice to have all of our egos interact in this world space that like at the end of the day, like in essence, we're all just love and yeah. that, um, that like I have this ability and I have the skill to teach people how to access the truth of being present that I don't um, I I'm like able to be there without being attached um, at the same That's time good. I care and have empathy mm -hmm. um, without attachment and so you know especially when the pandemic started it was like so lonely and isolated and of yeah. course like having my own emotional needs and so like unpacking all of this and having been like in that healer space and that coach space for a long time, um, I really, I, I think it's really great. And I love that I've been able to center in on this component. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, you know, I had someone that I was helping out today and it was like, their finger is tingling and like what's really going on and what's happening and they play the guitar and they're like losing grip and they feel things you know I love getting into like the deep work but at the same time right we're still looking at like well how does this make you feel and right. like oh let's like look at your chest and let's look at your shoulder like how tight is everything and like what's wrapped around this so um you know being able to be present and like teaching and showing that person how they can be present and get out of their head and just start to assess like i move this way it makes me feel this way right i move right. this way it makes me feel this way i can breathe and i can change how i feel in this moment um and like helping people work through that in their body like we say body movement it is but it's also really about being present and um utilizing your brain and your mind as a tool mm -hmm. and not and not just like only living inside of it yeah oh that's so good and so necessary because we have gotten um so used to swiping to the next thing that being present is a challenge it is it's a challenge not just for not just for the youth right it's for adults too because we've gotten used to the swiping thing right so as soon as you see a story i mean we've desensitized we've been desensitized right from being present from trauma from you know something that we're watching that it could be really hurtful for someone who's going through whatever we're watching and we're on to the next to the next story um and it, it 
and I'm guilty of that too, right? I'll be reading something and swiping into the next story. And it is not human nature to be that way. It is not right. We should be present. We should be, uh, around each other. This is why I, I, this is just my assessment guys, just my assessment. This is why I think that mental health has risen so much because when the pandemic especially came, it separated humans and we are to be connected. We are to be, um, you know, um, supporting one another and loving on one another and uplifting each other up and separation causes that anxiety, depression, that worry, that all of that stuff within us. And I feel like it's just not natural for us to swipe to the next story. I think, you know, what we're doing right now, Lisa, like this is important because being present for me is important when I'm with this person. This is an important person for me. Like I just left my husband to come here. And when I came, I, um, made sure that my husband and I were having dinner and speaking and looking at each other's eyes and making sure that we were enjoying each other's company for the moments that I had with him before I came to have my moments with you. Because the truth is, is I'm not promised tomorrow. And I've, I say this all the time because I really mean it. We're not promised tomorrow. So this space and this time is the most important time to me because this is the only time I have right now. Right. And so I love that you're doing this and I love that you are, you know, pouring into other people this way. So I know that I have a lot of amazing people that listen to the show, uh, a lot of really good humans. And so how do they work with you though, Lisa? Like, how do they connect with you? You know, how do they um, talk to you about possibly being in your program, things like that? So give us all that nitty gritty. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, if someone is interested and ready, then they can book a call. Um, it's pretty simple. I think you probably have the link for it here, but you can mm -hmm. find it easily on the website. Uh, you can fill out a little bit of information about what's going on with you. Give me like a little bit of framework. And then we hop on a call and we chat. We see what's happening. Um, even within that call, people will leave with at least a few action steps should they want to take them uh, to go mm -hmm. forth. So mm -hmm. I always feel great about coming together and just meeting someone who's ready to take action or contemplating that they might be ready to take action, right? Sometimes right. we, again, we've got to get through those layers. Mm -hmm. um, and then if it makes sense and it's a good fit, then we can embark uh, into a program together. Um, if they're a musician, like I said, they might want to go into the musician's membership. It might not be as easy to embark on a, you know, weekly meeting full right, on right. Whole, all, all, all the things taken apart and put back together um, for six months. So like I said, there are some other avenues. Um, if people want to just get, hang out, try it out. Uh, like I said, the chair yoga class, it's always open. Again, easily found on our website, www.activepotential.com. And um, it is also, it. now that the pandemic is over-ish, half seas, sort of, I don't really know, post-pandemic world-ish going on, but um, there are opportunities to meet live. Um, so if someone is interested in having me and our team come and work your event, whether that's to provide healing services or workshops, oh, um, virtual yeah. and in person, um, like we are doing that. And so we have a few this fall and we're looking towards the spring for 
uh, booking with that. So if that is of interest to you, you want to bring it to your group um, or have a retreat, something along those lines, that is also possible. Same thing. Book a call. Let's chat. Right. <laughs> um, get the conversation started. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much, uh, Lisa Joy, for spending this time with me, for, you know, pouring into my audience, for just um, just being, you know, real and, and authentic. And I, I love having conversations where, you know, we can really talk about our views and size of, of things and also how we are trying to impact the world, right? How we're trying to help as many people as we can, you know, however we can, right? So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being present. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you too. Thanks for hosting the space to um, dive in and really examine that the way that we think and have this be a source for um, people to then change their minds. Yeah. Exactly. Change their transform. actions. That's it. Transform their thinking. That's right. Oh, you guys. See, I told you. Isn't she sweet? I knew you guys would love her. <laughs> I knew you guys would love her. I'm going to make sure to put all of Lisa's information below so that you can go ahead and, you know, contact her. Like she said, she will yeah, even work out with you, maybe doing some retreats and groups and things like that. So just make sure that you reach out to her for that, for the coaching, for, uh, for you musicians out there to see how you can um, join the membership and all that great stuff. Because when somebody's um, showing you who they are and they're coming authentically and they're coming to the table and they're being present, that, that's the type of people you want to work with, right? And everybody needs somebody to work with. I always say this and I mean it. You guys have heard me say this a thousand times. Every coach needs a coach. Every person needs a person. Everybody needs somebody. Don't do this alone. You don't have to. You're not the only one going through it. I promise you that you didn't invent anything under the sun. We have all experienced life. So make sure you reach out to Lisa. I'm going to link all her information. I love you guys so much. Like, share, and subscribe, especially if you know someone who will benefit from this um, podcast. I love you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Nina Perez, straight talk, no sugar added. Until next time.
And so I'm going to hold this conversation in my heart for a very long time, Robert. And I want to thank you for that. I really do. So thank you for being on Straight Talk and thank you for being with me. You're very welcome. Can I make a request? Sure. Uh, look, the last uh, 15 months for me have been really difficult uh, since the death of my son. I am ambushed occasionally by anger and by sadness yes. that I, I can't even describe. I never thought it would happen in my life. My former wife and I have set up a foundation to uh, educate young people about the dangers of drug abuse. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't need money. We have that handled. But we uh, we need awareness. And uh, he died by going to a party in ingesting cocaine that was laced with fentanyl. 108,000 people, mostly young people, died that way last year just in America. And uh, uh, my request is simply to have an awareness that this open border we have to the south is a problem. Our, lack, a problem. Of our lack of education about uh, drug abuse is a yeah. problem. Uh, increasingly normalizing drugs in our society as a way to avoid your life. That's my, by the way, my judgment. Right, <laughs> uh, right. You know, uh, we need to wake up. Speaking of yeah. waking up, we're busy yeah. with our businesses. We're busy with our families. Uh, I think we need to realize we have an emergency. It certainly is brought home for me uh, I can't tell you the number of friends who learning of my son's death then told me about a close family member yeah, that yeah. died from uh, drug abuse in the last year. It's, right. it's staggering. Number. Wow, it's so, staggering. Let, let's wake up. We can do something about this. What's the name of the organization? Uh, uh, we're not announcing it because we don't oh, okay. want people. We don't, okay. We're not looking for donations. And oh, we're I see. Up. I see. You just, Okay. Got it. We're looking at other foundations and other educational outlets and organizations that already exist, and we'll just be funding them. That's what, you know. Wow. But, uh, that's just part of our commitment. It is a big problem. It is a huge problem, Robert. It is a huge problem. Um, and, you know, something that many people don't like talking about because we all want to fluff everything up and make everything look pretty and whatever. But it is a big problem, uh, and especially among our youth. Um, and so that is that's terrible, Robert. And, but thank you so much for for not letting this show go without saying that. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you and your ex-wife's heart as well. Like to not even think that, uh, yeah, I'm not pitching it for money. I'm pitching it for awareness and I'm pitching it to try to save someone else's life and some, you know, and the pain of the family of that someone else's life. Um, so thank you so much for that, Robert. Man, see, I already said that I liked you a lot. Now you just sugarcoated <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> this is no, no sugar added. <laughs> I just well, really love you. I, I love, love your I, energy. Yeah. Well, I love what you do, Nina, and that's Thank why I'm you. here. Uh, I wish you every possible success and happiness. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Really, likewise. Guys, I told you that I find the best humans on the planet. And I knew that Robert was going to bring a whole bunch of wisdom and love and compassion and all of it. He just, he exceeded my expectations. So please make sure that you follow him. I'm going to put his information below so that you can click on it. Go ahead, follow him. Like he said, he'll even jump on a 30 minute call for you. 
but come with a problem so that you guys can solve that problem. So make sure that you are going with intention, right? So make sure you um, um, like, share, subscribe with uh, whoever hears this so that we can also spread the word of awareness that Robert dropped on us just at the very end here. I want to make sure that you utilize that to help someone else. That is what we're here for is to grow, challenge, and transform our thinking and to impact the lives of others. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.